and welcome to Gag of the Millennial. A show where we talk about pop culture, current events. And spill the hot Darjeeling right into your lap. Ooh, scolding oldie. <laughs> we oh. actually did it right. Yeah, we did. You didn't mess up this time. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> I mean, it was the Hello. truth. It was the truth. It's this lies. It was I'm the truth. No, it, that, lies, was the tea. that was the Darjeeling. It was. And I spilt it in your lap. Okay, so today we are here to discuss some crazy ex boyfriends. Oh my God. You guys, so you guys a little while ago really loved our dating disaster one. Yep, yep. And have like asked us to do like a part two esque style thing. So we yep. thought instead of doing a direct part two to like create like sort of bad dating we thought would actually delve into some like more problematic boyfriends we've had yep. any partners we've been that have been a bit yep. kind of like naughty and naughty. horrible um, hopefully you might be able to learn from some of the mistakes yes because, for like, sure sometimes when you wear rose coloured glasses are those red flags just look like flags That's and you're like true. oh there's just a parade for me of flags yes. get out of there girl get out we're gonna go to like my most recent uh, relationship that happened in 2017 yes um, and so, God, how do we ever start the just story? Just before I like met you in IRL, actually. Yeah, it was. It was actually just before. Obviously, as you can tell, I have a lot of piercings. Uh, no, so, no, that bad. no, I've only just yeah. I get questions about my piercings all the time, constantly, all day, every day, which is absolutely fine. But this was like pre doing YouTube full time. I was still working in a shop at this mm. point. I was still working in Morrison's go. Beat, beat. Mr. Morrison. 10 pounds. <laughs> Tell me about how you're dying. Um, so. What a throwback. Yeah, what a throwback. Last week. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, was, I was still working in Morrison's at this time. And we had just moved house. So we moved into a new house. It was all going wonderful. I was posting like photos of being like, oh, in our new home. Oh, look at us. Yes, yes. New house, new me. Yes, I'm transitioned. New house, new woman. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just in the house and I got this DM from this man and it just said, what's that hole in your ear? The big one in your conch? I really like it. Like, does it have a specific name? Well, there's your first problem. There's uh, Google. Google. (laughs) And I was just like, I was like, oh, okay, this man's like just talking to me, whatever. So I just told him the answer. But I realized afterwards, I was like, oh, he's actually like in his mid thirties. Cause most of my audience is like, like late teenagers now. Sort of like 18 to 25. That's my biggest dem- like demographic. And so I was like, oh, someone's actually a bit older speaking to me. So I was like looking at him. I was like, oh, he's actually kind of attractive. I was like, oh, he's a bit naughty. So like, just to interrupt for a second, what's your like type in men? My type. So my ideal, my ideal type in a man would be like a shaved head, loads of tattoos, bulky, but incredibly geeky. Okay. And did this man fit any of this? He had, yeah, he was bald. He had some piercings, but he wasn't geeky at all. Like a, he had tattoos and things okay. so it, it was quite nice but all right so immediately there's they've clocked your attention because they look like what you want someone to look like yeah in partner, right? now okay. i was i was very uh careful when i first started talking to them because I, ha- I have a really big thing about like sort of talking suggestively or doing anything with anyone who's like who knows who i am or messages me because like there's an instant power dynamic and a power balance but also we grew up in a time in which like don't tell people on the internet anything about you yeah. whereas the kids now are like here's my hole <laughs> and it's like don't don't do that don't do all that awful uh yeah so I was always I was very very careful when I started talking to him first I was like I was like oh this is this uh, piercing would you like it blah 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 and he asked me like more questions about it and I was kind of just talking to him back and forward but like we just kind of carried on talking afterwards there was no like we weren't talking about anything sexual or anything but like we just chatted about life and things and uh, he actually knew a lot of my friends already so he actually knew Luxaria back like years and years ago I don't think like um I don't, I, I don't think, <laughs> so yeah, he said that he knew Luxera from years ago and some other people that I used to be friends with like years and years ago. I was like, oh, do you remember this YouTuber? Do you remember this YouTuber? And I was like, oh my God, this person actually fucking knows people. So um, to me, that would be a red flag. Oh, would it? Uh, to me, I would immediately be like, 
why does this person know all of my friends? I found it exciting because I was like, I've literally never known anyone who knew like YouTubers from like 2010. And okay, it, was, yeah. it was really exciting to be like, oh my God, there's someone here who's actually been like on the internet world for a while. And yeah. Kind of, so I did find that quite exciting. I found out that he wasn't like a hardcore fan of me. So it's not like there was some weird power dynamic that would That's be. That's a bonus. That actually. was a bonus. I was like, oh, I don't feel too awkward now about talking to you. And he just said to me, I know he said it might be a bit forward, but can I have your WhatsApp? And I was like, okay, oh. here's my number. You can WhatsApp me, whatever. And then he sent me a voice note. Oh no! And I was like, oh no! What is it about voice notes that inspires fear? I was like, oh. And some of you may know, I am dyslexic, and like sending big messages to a lot of people, like, it might be easy, but for me, it's actually quite difficult. So I, but me, me, me and Luxera talk most of the time. We're sending each other voice notes. Oh, constantly. Um, so in a way, I was like, oh, it's a bit strange, but also I was like, oh, it makes it easier. <laughs> so I just listened to the and voice. And you get to hear the sound. Yeah, then. so I was like, oh, what's his voice like? And we just kind of like sent voice notes all evening. And at the moment, I was like, this is, I was like, this is weird. I know what's going on, but I really like this guy. He's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, he just like rang me. And it was like, I thought it was easier to ring you. And we Actually, started... I've got, I've got my, my, my first story mirrors this very, very Ooh. similarly. Oh, so alarming. He, he rang me and then we just kind of talked on the phone for a bit. Um, and things went really nicely, actually. We chatted about everything, life. We did talk about some sex kind of things. We didn't talk about like really in-depth stuff, but we talked about like what we're into and like what, blah, blah. A week later, he came to visit. We were like... Okay, we were, like, wow. we, should, we were like, should we just go on a date? Well, the thing is, if you talk to someone on Tinder, you kind of ask, if you're if you getting on with them, like, should we go on a date somewhere? Is that where you, Tinder was where you they messaged no, you? No, Instagram. Oh, But I'm right. saying, like, if you're on a dating site, like a dating profile, you ask go on a date quite quick anyway. So it's, well, maybe not you, but like, the, 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 all of my friends who ever use t Tinder and stuff go on dates relatively quick after. Okay. Because he lives in Oxford, so he wasn't from London. Oh. So I was like, come down to London. We can We can have Oxford. like a date and stuff. And it went really well really perfect. I was like, oh my God, this man's really like nice. I really like him. Like we're, we're clicking in every per like, per like perfect way. <sighs> so that was the introduction to this person. I want to say about um, maybe three, four weeks in, I was quite invested at the moment. We were kind of invested in, quite in, in each other. The honeymoon. The babe. honeymoon, yeah. It, and it was all realized. Uh, and at this point, I'd gone to see him where he lives and everything was not like everything was lovely. He did live with his parents, and I, I that was a bit of a turn off for me because I was like, he was in his mid 30s, and I was like, I, I've been living on my own now for, you know, God knows how many years. And I was like, it feels a bit strange going to visit him and being in his parents' house because I felt like a bit of a teenager again. Yeah. It was just a bit weird. I had just had him come stay over for a couple of days and he went home. It was around bonfire night at in 2017. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm having a little party. But I was like, he's just been here. I don't really want him to meet my friends properly yet anyway. So we were having a little party at our old house. And he got really weird about the fact that I didn't invite him to the party. Hmm. And I was like, I don't, I was like, you were just here like only a couple days ago. I've only just seen you. Like, I don't, like, I don't really want you to meet more friends yet properly. Like, well, this, we're still... like, how do you put that boundary of saying like, I really like you, I want you to be in my life. I'm just not ready to move at that speed yet. But he got really weird about it. And in my head, I was like, I don't like this. This is one little bit that I don't like. Yeah. Um, but I was like, well, I haven't been with them for such a long time. Like, I don't want to just throw this away again. Stupidly, you'll get to, you'll, you'll hear in the story that I was really fucking stupid. I was like, okay. It's not stupidity, sis, if you don't know better. Yeah, but I was like, oh, okay. We're just going to like sort of, maybe brush over this a little bit. So I was like, okay, whatever, that's fine. Uh, you can be you, be you, but like, you're not coming to this event mm -hmm, thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm not ready to this. He then got weird with me again. Like about two weeks later, my friend Alex Bertie was having like a book release in the YouTube space. 
and he got weird with me again that I didn't invite him to that. And I was like, but I'm not going as a, I'm not going, this isn't like a party. It's my friend having like a book launch. This is work. Yeah, like You wouldn't be like, oh, we're having lunch at the doctor's office. Do you want to come? Yeah, it was just like very strange. And I was like, I don't like, I, I was just like, I don't want, you can't, I was like, you can't keep doing this. Like, I have a life as well. I have, I've, you've only been in my life for like just over a month now. Like, I'm, you're not going to suddenly be in like way everything. Too soon. Like, yeah. Way too soon to be acting like this. And I was just like, you need to like stop this a little bit. Now, my problem was because I'd been single for so long, I was very lonely. Um, and I was really looking past a lot of the red flags that most people would because I was like, I was basically, I don't say, I'm not, I'm not using James Charles and Desperate, but like, oh, I, was, know, I, was, I, was, I was, in my head, I was like, I was, I was, I was very lonely and I kind of looked past a lot of the stuff. So I was like, it's fine, whatever. But like, I was like, don't do it again, girl. Like, I can't deal with all this like stress stuff. A few more weeks went past and I started to notice when I was with him and we would hang out, he was always very controlling and he would pretend to like want me to make a decision for a situation or go to a restaurant, but actually like he would make the decision. It would be like, I would say something and then instead of him going, okay, we'll go here, there'll be some excuse or, oh, I'm not really sure. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, I, oh, I don't know about this one. Oh, but actually should we do this? And he would always kind of just make issues with like no issues. So like we were trying to find a place to eat because uh, I wanted pizza. And he he said to me actually earlier on the day, he was like, oh, uh, you know, I've been to places like Pizza before and pasta, uh, uh, what's the, the other one? Uh, pizza Express. Pizza, pizza Express. And I was like, oh, well, there's a pizza here. Let's go here. And he was like, oh, well, I don't really want to sit with all those children. I was like, the place is literally empty. Like, what are you talking about? And it was little it was little things like that. And then we would end up going to a place that was, like, completely different to pizza. And this kind of stuff happened a lot where he would almost, like, say that he wanted me to make a decision. But anything I would say would be, like, undermined and then put somewhere so else. almost like purposeful manipulation of communication. Yeah, it was, it was, so it made me feel like I was making a decision, but not really. Because if he did straight out said, actually, sorry, I don't really feel like pizza. Can we go to somewhere that maybe does both? Or, yeah. you know, with some options and choices, you probably wouldn't have had a problem with exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. So we, it, those little things happen quite often. And then like, he was he would he was starting to act like a Karen in situation. That's the only way I can, that's the only way I can describe it. Is there any more off-putting we, body language? Exactly, like we, we went to the VNA Museum, and that was really lovely. Good old Vicky. Vicky. Vicky and Alexander. Um, Albert girl. Albert. <laughs> I didn't, is it actually Vicky? Is yeah, it's Victoria and Albert. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah. thought, I thought we were just making a random name. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, girl. Clocked. We went to the VNA Museum um, and we had a great time because I, I, I love museums. I absolutely love. We need it's to go to. I love must. museums so much. It's one of my so favorite much. pastimes. Um, and like on the way out, we had to go like underground. The, one of the entrance exits were blocked. We had to go oh, underground yeah. and like there's, there's like I an underground exactly exit. Which one, yeah. And like one side goes to a train station and one side goes to like just the street. We walked down to the street side. We're walking down this tunnel and we're just walking down, talking about stuff. We got to the end and there was like a barricade at the end. It had been closed off. And I was like, lol, let's go. Let's go the other way. Just like laughing in myself. Oh, like, how it's fine. silly. Yeah. He got so angry about the fact that this like, hey, how dare they? I cannot believe that they would lock the other side and not put any sides, like signs anywhere telling that this was locked down here. I cannot believe this happened. I can't, but, and I was just like, why have we just ruined a sit, like a perfectly fun day with your bad attitude now? Like, I don't understand why you're just like being grumpy for literally no reason. Because all I had in my head at this point was like, if I was with Callum, 
we would literally be laughing and just turn around and walk down. Like, oh, how silly. Like, oh, we, at least like, we get more steps in, like, girls. This is, this is literally a non-issue. We yeah. got down to the other side and then he started having a go at like the train, like the, the TFL <gasps> worker at the door. I can't believe it was locked. Why would you not put a sign? I and I was like, it's like this guy probably didn't even do it, first of all. Maybe and he's just started his shift. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what's going and on. And also it's not a big, like it's literally a non-issue. It's, it's a non-issue effing issue and this kind of behavior was repeated many times with mm. things and he would also be like really horrible to his mum like <sighs> he would like shout profanities at her all the time we were I remember, I remember being in his bedroom one time and they were like him and his parents were, like cooking food downstairs and we were upstairs together and all of a sudden he just walked out of his bedroom leant over the banister and was like close the fucking kitchen door you're making the whole house smell of fucking food and i was just sitting in the bedroom like what the hell just happened like what is happening so i really liked his mum his mum was really lovely and i think the, one of the first times she met me in hindsight, looking back, I think she was like going, "You poor thing! Like really? you're gonna have to deal with my son." Really? She, it was the Clocked. way that it was the way she was speaking to me when she was first, and the way that she was looking at me and looking at him together. And I, I, I was just feeling myself. She's like looking back. I was like, she was like almost giving me some warning signs. Like, you need to get out of this situation. Oh. Like, isn't that crazy that your own mother was thinking of that? And that's really? not me speculating. I genuinely believe she was a bit like that. And so other times that we were together, I would always be like, my mood would suddenly start to go down because he would always just suddenly be like. Moody about stupid shit. Um, like if a I hate, I ha sorry to interrupt, but I hate it when you're with someone and because they're upset about something, everyone else has to be upset yeah. at the same time. Um, it's like deal with your emotions yourself, sis. And he would always say to me towards it, like this is like maybe three, four months in. He would always say to me things like, "Why are you miserable?" And I was like, "Because you literally suck any fun energy out of the, like the world." In, in like, she's a side vampire girl. Exactly. Like, and it was just like, "What are you doing?" He was also incredibly selfish. Like, I remember one time, like it was really fucking cold. It was so cold. I was so I was sitting on the kitchen in the kitchen. I was really cold and he came in and like opened the balcony we're in the winter opened the balcony door I was like can you close the door it's really cold like, I'm really hot I'm really I was like well go stand outside yourself then yeah, why are you go leaving, and stand on the balcony why are you leaving the heat out and then like if I was ever hot and I went to open the balcony door he'd come in and turn the heating up and be like it's cold it's cold like these little things Always, always, always very selfish. Like, what was keeping you with him? Was he, like, particularly good in the boudoir? Well, it's not even... I mean, it was nice to be able to have sex again, because I always had... I, you know, I don't sleep around or anything, but, like, it was the first time I've actually, like, been... It's not what I've heard. It was the first... <laughs> it was the first time I've actually been, like, you know, intimate with someone for... A while. A long time. And also, I think, again, I you know, I've been single for... Since 2011, so... You know... Six years a long, a long, yeah. A long time. So I was just, like... I, it was just nice to have... Something. Something. Someone it was something. Just, and nice yeah. to someone give me attention again. This, These kind of like bad behaviors repeated themselves over and over again where he would get angry over stupid things. He got really angry and stressed out that he couldn't put, make his bed properly. He was trying to like fit his sheet to his bed and he had this ultimate meltdown. It was just like shouting and swearing. I was like, it's literally sheet on the bed. And he like ran out the room like in a, in a tizzy, like really angry. I was like, it's a fucking sheet on like, what are you getting angry? You can't put a sheet on a bed because it's too small. Get a fucking bigger sheet. Yeah, but he had okay. Full on meltdown. Another time, I was brushing my teeth in the bathroom. He was in the bedroom. We were getting ready to go out for the day. He went into the bathroom wearing, he had like brown trousers, like brownie, brownie colored trousers on. Came, in, came into the bedroom. He was like, next time you brush your teeth, can you make sure you clean the sink out? Because look, I've got toothpaste on my leg now because I leant against the side and you have splashed toothpaste everywhere. I was like, first of all, no, I fucking didn't. I did not do that at all. I don't know what you're saying. And he had this like little tiny like mark of like white. It, it was toothpaste. You could yeah, see it, but like yeah, yeah. Th there was also four other people in the house. Like yeah. I did not splash it anywhere because at this point I knew what he was like. So if I did anything weird or anything like that, this is this is the bad thing. I changed a lot about the way I was acting because like, I was scared so, of a meltdown. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 
red flags. Like, so like, I, it's I, the entire red flag shop, I, sis, because the, that's at, manipulation. At this point, I was nervous, like, if I left thing out, if I left something out, or I something was in the wrong position, that, like, he Do might you, have a meltdown. I don't mean to be... Well, I mean to, like, say something here, because this is something that I needed to hear when I was younger as well. If you are with someone and they make you nervous... Yeah, I was walking on eggshells all the time. That person has put you... In that position, yeah, like on purpose, yeah. You need to get out of there immediately. Yeah. I was, I was really at this point because this is quite near the end of it. I was at this point. I was like really scared about doing like just minuscule things. Like it, it I was with him, and it wasn't like fun anymore. Yeah, it was kind of like I was scared I was going to do something wrong, and when I was the fun scared. stopped. Yeah, stopped. and also, but th- at this point as well, I was almost like nervous about if I if I was to leave him or do something, I'd be like, what am I going to do? Like, was he going to try and do something? Like, it really got to this stage where it was like really emotionally abusive to my mind, where I was like, I was like seriously fucked up for this i was like like it's it's crazy thing i put myself in a position oh hang on let me take let me take yeah, yeah, tell yeah. about Sorry, the coffee yeah, story yeah, yeah. so he had got this bit of toothpaste on his leg i again i didn't do it because at this point i was like wiping shit down making sure nothing weird anywhere i obviously must have missed this tiny bit but it was not me he comes in has this inc- i'm not joking like full-on meltdown how awful i was because i didn't clean up after myself and how i don't support him enough because he's getting stressed out and i don't calm him down all this stuff he literally went downstairs to the kitchen got coffee beans got it a bit wet and then rubbed it over the area of the trousers just so it was matching more and not like the little white mark and i was like you are insane like this is unhinged behavior like what it was so i was like what that is, is happening very like, strange behavior. what is happening um yeah and this kind of stuff happened all the time where he would get very aggressive very angry over things blame me because he's upset he used to say all the time i need a partner who can calm me down i was like how about i want a partner who doesn't get angry over coffee absolutely like, and over like a tiny bit spilt to- absolutely like- and i think people so some people watching this might be like oh yeah but did you consider his mental health did you consider Rollies? Exactly. I, like this is the thing. He always said, "I have anger issues." I have anger issues. It doesn't mean that I have to be part of this. It doesn't if mean that you've you got can... anger issues. You need to get a wrangle on your anger issues yeah. and not look outside. This is not for me to deal with. Like it's, I, I'm not here to calm you down. Saying you need a boyfriend who can calm me down. Like. You what calm you yourself a, fucking down. Yeah, what you need is a handler. Yeah, like it's not a pet. Weird. And he always have problems at work. <laughs> problems at work all the time. He'd be like, oh, they were always horrible to me. I was like, and out in hindsight, towards the end, I was like, no, you were probably horrible to them. And they reacted. And they, and they reacted. Um, but yeah, he would always got. He would always have these meltdowns about everything and blame me and say it was my fault. I'm an awful boyfriend. I don't look after him enough. I don't just. And also, it was always very one sided. He would always, 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 always make me have to go to Oxford all the time. He would hardly ever come to London. It was always me having to go there. I was working a full time job as well. Like, this is narcissistic like, manipulation. Yeah, it was very. I, I could tell. I could towards the end. I could tell this was happening. I'm now, so glad you woke up. Oh God, honestly, there's one story that I need to talk about because it was beyond unreal. Now I have told you about this before, okay. um, so you might remember bits of it. Just after this time, as I hit a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. I was very excited. I was going to get my YouTube play button. Aren't they cool? Oh, I love it. So I was really, really exciting. Um, and so I, the YouTube space here in London before they closed down was like, Roly, obviously, because I've known them for a long time, the people who work there, they were like, we want to have, we're having like an LGBT evening and we want you to come. We're going to give you your like award. We're also going to be doing like an LGBT panel. And I thought maybe you could do like a meet and greet for some of your audience members. Uh, I was like, yes, amazing. This is going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. Because I really loved their events when they did have them. It was, it was always, it was always a lot of fun. Great. We're having this event. I was like, would you like to come down? I am having an event. I've just, I was like, just to pre-warn you, of course, 
I will be working some of it. Like I do have to have my panel and I'm going to be doing a meet and greet and stuff. So I can't be with you 100% of the time. So yes, I was like, would you like to come down for my event? Again, I was like, just be warned. I'm not going to be with you 24 seven, but mm -hmm. you know, just come down. I've not seen you for a while anyway. So come down, we'll have, we'll have the event and then we can have like a few days together afterwards. Um, and at this point as well, I was like, you can meet all of my friends. I was like, yeah. I was ready for you. I was like, you've met like Callum and things already, but like, I want you to meet, uh, you know, the rest of like, the- How long had you been together at this point? <sighs> Maybe five months okay maybe okay. four or five months yeah um and also i was gonna say like i was like you can come meet my sister because she really wanted to meet him uh so i was like you can meet my oh, sister oh hello Hayley. Yeah, hello. Love Hayley. yeah bonchetta he came down i finished work i was still again i was still working at morrison's at this point so i came home we had some food and i was like hello um so oh, we're a haunted woman we went we went to the event got there I introduced him to a lovely girl called Charlie. One of our, we we love Charlie at the event. We love oh. Charlie. She was, she used to work at the YouTube space. She was absolutely wonderful. And then my friend Gary was there. And now Gary oh, and- Oh, that's dark. Oh, that's dark time <laughs> to bleed. <laughs> my, uh, my boyfriend at the time and Gary were kind of similar ages. So like they hit off instantly. They were talking about things from like the eighties and nineties and things. And instantly they were having such a good time. And I was yeah. like- Good. Lovely. He's in a good hands. Like he's not uncomfortable. He's laughing, joking. He's like, he was having a good time. Yeah. He also yeah. then uh, made friends with a couple other people. Um, there was a lovely trans couple who were there who I'd known for a long time and they were getting on really well. And they were all, all four of them were like chatting. They were drinking, having a great time. And I was like, right, babe, I've got to go do my panel now. So you you fine with these. And Gary was like, go, go, live your love, go, he's with me. Yeah. So they were having fun. I went and did my panel, did all that kind of stuff. And then did my meet and greet afterwards, got awarded my award. The event went swimmingly. Everything was great. We we're having a bit of a drink. We we'll get a bit merry. It was literally like the perfect event. I was like, this has been so fun. I've been mm -hmm. able to have my little sort of like moment in this in this limelight with everyone giving me my, you know, 100 button one. And I had my little award for you. Yeah, I had my little moment. And afterwards he was like, oh, do you think maybe we could go into town and get some more drinks? And normally I would have said yes, mm. but because I've been to work all day, I used to do the early morning shifts. So I've been up since 5 a.m. So I had like only a few hours sleep the night before. And I was like, it's, I was like, it's it's midnight. Sorry, I can like, I interject here? But how, how amusing is it that like, you're serving people in Morrison's and then in the evening you're getting like an award from Google. <laughs> how weird is that? Like what double agent lifestyle? Yeah. Oh yeah, Superman. Um, <laughs> super puff. I was like, we can go, because like, he was staying over a few days. I was like, yeah. maybe we got tomorrow or something. I was like, as well, because we're meeting my sister the next day. I was like, I don't really want to be hung over. Like I'm already kind of drunk already. I was like, I don't really want to go out and drink more. I'm fucking exhausted. I've been working two different kinds of jobs so today. So basically, no. Yeah, I was going like, to have no. a great time tomorrow. Let's he, do something else. He was a bit miffed, but he was like, okay, fine. We walked we walk, walk down to the station and went into the train. On the way home, he was acting a bit quiet. And I, in my head, I was like, <sighs> I was like, what's bugging? I always, at this point, I was like, I knew. Clocked. I was like, I knew something was up. I was like, what's wrong for fuck's sake? And I, I, was, I was just sitting there really quiet and he started talking about the event and he was like, well, I'm a bit annoyed that we don't go out further. I was like, I'm really tired. I was like, I told you I'm really tired. He was like, well, I'm not. I was like, but I'm, I was like, it's not about you. I was like, not everything has to be about you. And then he said to me, well, I don't know why, you know, I should have known you didn't care. You know, you just left oh. me at your event. I was like, I just left you at my event. What are you talking about? He was like, yeah, you just left me and did all your thing. I was like, didn't give a shit about me for most of the night. I was like, you were having fun. Like you were literally laughing, having fun. Like if I, 
But not only this, you actually stipulated what was going to happen. I was like, if you're coming to this event, I said, I said before you come, you know that I'm going to be working. Like, this I cannot be with event. you. I was yeah. like, and he literally started shouting at me on the tube, <gasps> like on the tube. And I was like, I'm not talking to you. Well, A, now, who speaks on the tube? Who, yeah, no <laughs> one, let yeah. alone shouting at someone. And I was, like, I was like, I'm not having this happen like right now. Like, I'm not doing this. I was no. like, I'm not talking to you like this on the tube. I'm not happy. I was like, you've just ruined my night. Like, this was my event night to have my award and you ruined it because you've made it all about you. We went back to the house. He was like, I'm going home. Like, Bye. I was like, you're going to go home to Oxford at 1 a.m. at this point. In like, luck, how? Sis. Pay for that taxi. <laughs> and then like, he pushed me away from him, pushed me on the bed. Like, Leave me alone. I'm going. I've got... I was like, you are such a prick. I was like, you are such a prick. Callum came home at this point. I went into his bedroom. And like, because I hadn't really spoken to Callum about the way that he was acting this whole time, I kind of kept it in. I like almost like exploded. Like I kind of just started screaming in Callum's bedroom. I was like, I'm trying my fucking hardest. I'm trying so hard. I don't know why he keeps doing this to me. I was really angry. Cause you know when you just kind of explode after so mm -hmm, long. Mm -hmm. Callum actually had a boy with him. And oh no. <laughs> this, this guy was suddenly like, oh my God, what, what have I, I come into? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I think I know this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why the fuck I didn't just end it there I don't know I don't know what but at this point he was in my head he was really in my head and made all oh, these excuses yeah he made all these excuses afterwards apologize oh I was having a bad day all those kind of stuff it's like, like no you weren't actually yeah you this is you normally but yeah. I was like again it's so easy for people to say when you're not in that situation why do you not get out? Yeah. Until you were in that situation. Because I was like that too. Until you were in that situation, well, you cannot really make too much judgment about yeah. it because yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know what it's like. But to add on to that, I think a lot of, like that in itself to say, why don't you just get out is very victim blaming. Yeah. Because not only are most of these people not really choosing to be in this situation, yeah. like with their full thought process, but the other person in this situation has manipulated them to a point where it's actually, we should be saying, why are you doing this to your partner rather yes. than why aren't you getting away from yes, this partner? Yes, exactly. That is, def that is exactly it. Stupidly forgave him. Stu so we didn't last much longer after this. Um, so the last sort of thing that actually made us break up and I was like, this is too much, girl. It was about a month after this situation happened. Yeah. We kind of had an okay month. Nothing really too... Well, this is the real tea. I literally was counting the days before we had a fight. I was like, Where it's been you? four days since we had a fight. We've had a good week. Like, oh, that's how awful. Oh, how God. awful. Um, but again, I, was, I felt really trapped in the situation. And again, I was really lonely. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to be lonely after the rest of my life. But that he, he knew true. this though. He could, I'm yeah. sure he knew this situation. He knew that. And he really played on that and you tried to- You wear your emotions on your sleeve as well. I do, yeah. So he, he definitely knew that. And so we were planning to get him to move to London. Because it was like, I was like, this is really, str I know, this is a stressful situation, us being apart from anyway. We can't see each other and we have to like plan events and plan yeah. things and get time off work and everything. So I was like, why don't you try to move to London? He wanted to move to London anyway because he used to live here when he was a teenager, hence why he knew a lot of like the old, oh, okay. uh, when he, not teenager, sort of like early 20s, yeah. sorry, which is why he knew you because he saw you out yes, a lot back course. in the day and all that stuff. Um, I probably know this person. If I saw a photo, I'd probably be like, oh. Yeah. We were like, why didn't you go work for Lush? He's worked for Lush before when he was here before. He really enjoyed it. And he went for this manager's role um, and he got an interview and we were like, oh my God, you managed to get an interview. This is amazing. Come to London, have your interview. You can come stay with me for a few days. We can maybe even look at places maybe for you to move into. I was like, stupidly excited i was like i'm gonna have him here it's gonna be good and in my mind it's i was like gonna change it's gonna change the situation he'll be so much nicer to me so the day came around i was at work i was getting really excited for him to come because he was coming over as i finished work and he should be like arriving as i got home from work i got this text message as i was leaving work and i was like, at this point you should have been basically here i'm not coming and i was like 
why are you not coming? Like, what's happening? I kid you not, his excuse for him not coming to London to maybe potentially get our future together forward to, you know, get this job. I was shaving my uh, moustache and I took too much off and now I can't leave the house. In the bin. I was just in like, I was just like, are you fucking kidding? I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I was like, so you're going to, th- I messaged him back and I was like, you're going to throw away our potential, like our future together. Like this is only big for us. This isn't just about you. Um, you're going to throw this away because you shaved a bit of your moustache off. Like what? He had this ultimate meltdown. Oh, for God's you sake. You hate go me. Again. You don't support me. I'm so upset. And all you're doing is making shit excuses and comments about me. You don't support me. This is unacceptable. I don't know if I can deal with you anymore. You're awful. This is, you're such a horrible boyfriend. This whole meltdown happened. I, got, I know you probably know this already, but you aren't. Oh, I know. In, yeah, no, and now in the future. Yeah. Um, when we got home, when I got home, I FaceTimed him. And I was like looking at the phone quite in depthly. I was like, so I want to see like what this disaster is, like where this gash is. I literally couldn't see anything on his face. Li- there was literally so nothing. It, was, it might as well have been a lie. Basically actually. a lie. And he was like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just making sure that you've got, I was like, I'm trying to find where you've cut your, your moustache off. It's here. Can't you see? There's too much taken. It's here. And I was like, it's literally nothing. You don't care about my emotions. You're so-. And I was just like, did you hang up and dump in there and just ghost him? I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. He's like, we can't. We, and I just, we just stopped the phone conversation. And I, at this point, I was just like, I can't do this. He messaged me later on. He was like, how are you doing? And I was like, I can't. I was like, not very good, to be honest. And we just never spoke again. It just ended like that. Wow. Just completely ended after his meltdown. I was like, I, do you know one thing? Okay, one thing that was true. He was so jealous of, clearly jealous of the online presence that I had. Oh, very, very jealous. I that think people that's knew who like I was. A huge point about this whole thing. He was very jealous. He started. I doing, don't think it's jealous. I, I think it's envy. Envy. Yeah. Thanks, it's contra- contra- <laughs> contra- <laughs> He he was starting like an Instagram. We he was like going around taking photos, and he got really pissed off with me because some somewhere in the city, it's called Social City now, but this is uh. 2017 summer in the city Gosh. so it was just after we started talking he was really angry with me that i wasn't inviting him as my plus one and i was inviting my friend electra snow john as my plus one because he was like you don't want me to succeed you don't want me to be better than you on the internet do you, you do you actually want me to be good on in, uh, on, on the internet and i was you like don't, you don't want me to be better than you i was like you've you got at least joking. 11 years to catch I was up like, with you're joking i was like of course i'm gonna invite my friend john who is a youtuber who's been on youtube for years now and he's one of my best friends and i also invited him way before i even knew you like back when i was invited in the start of the also, year also it's work like you're not a fucking youtuber i can't like looking back it's insane the shit that i looked yeah. past absolutely insane just because i was lonely yeah he was clearly jealous of my online presence he hated the fact that people knew who i was Unhinged. he hated the fact people ever recognized me he was really, hinged to begin yeah. with and i think that was why he had the meltdowns when we were at events together because he would always be like i hate that he's getting all this attention and i, and I want to be famous and, that, and stuff yeah and, that puts into context the like bad day that he had a the award for you yeah, receiving yeah, your 100k yeah, plaque because yeah. clearly he was like why isn't it about me yeah awful awful back you don't mean to, do you want me to be successful on instagram you don't Actually, like, you're no, just jealous like don't, no. well the thing is I, he never would because his photos were shit but also like in order to be good on instagram you have to like actually be interesting oh no do you know those do you know those people who post like those things on the like life live is love, what you make it live like all this all the inspirational quote he was that kind of person he would post like he, his captions on his photos on instagram would be like a paragraph of like how these tried to be like inspirational quotes and stuff and it was just cringe it was like you ain't gonna get anywhere sis no he really fucked me up for yeah. a long time afterwards i was really messed up because 
he really got into my head and made me believe that I was the problem for such a long time and I was doing stuff wrong. So to the stage where I was changing my behavior to please him. And again, anyone is susceptible to this. Never think that you are impenetrable to this behavior. Yeah, impenetrable to this Literally, this can attack and get to anyone and you know why they can because these desperate weird people yeah. like that seek out independent strong people and seek yeah. to make them yeah. weak emotional wrecks he also tried to get with two other of my friends afterwards and did the exact same beginning conversation what is this about you hey we've been chatting for a little while so, literally same words this so this is a bit forward can i have your WhatsApp. So he's done this multiple times. Literally, the exact now, thing on so two like, different people oh, I knew. Disgraceful, disgraceful girls. Because both of them were like, "Your ex-boyfriend's trying to talk to me." In hindsight, I can't even fucking let myself do that. But I'm not really blaming myself too much because this is the thing as well. A lot of these people start with tiny, 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 it's tiny microaggressions, which then progress. Mm -hmm. So although I'm telling you stories about this insane stuff he's been doing. You got to remember that didn't start like that. If it, it started, started with a, a meltdown, you'd yeah. be like, "Bye." Yeah, exactly. If someone started doing that, because but at the beginning it started off with little tiny things, and then as he got to know me and my insecurities and the things that I was upset about and the things that I was like cautious about and everything, he would then play off on those things and really try to manipulate situations. This almost reads like exactly like the narcissist handbook. Like this is exactly what they they go what they do. They really get in. They, they know do. what they're doing and they really get into your head and make you think you are the ones who are crazy. Mm -hmm. Gaslighting beyond Gaslight, belief. Gaslight, yeah. no girl boss, yeah. no gatekeeper. And no one is impenetrable to this. So no. don't think you're above it. Just don't be like, oh, I can never. Literally look out for those signs yeah, early. Look out for the signs. They can girl. get to you. Look out for those flags. So your turn. Right, my Sorry, turn. Sorry, I kind of stole okay. like no, half an was, hour. That was absolutely where we needed yeah. to go. Yeah. So, all right. With mine, we're going to take it all the way back to, I want to say, 2009. Early 2009. Yep. So, this man, um, I'm going to call him Victor throughout this storyline. I have also, I've spoken a little bit about him before. So, I have a very specific type that I, I date. Like, I love this body type of this man. I love the, like, the, the I, I just love these men. They are basically professional bodybuilders. Yeah. And I very much don't really date out of that pool. If you're yeah. a professional bodybuilder, get in my DMs. Ooh. I'm interested. <laughs> That's why, that's why me and Luxera fuck all the time. <laughs> no, but we will never have a problem with like fighting over a man. Yeah, no, we wouldn't. We'd we we have the same time as fine. Right. So taking it all the way back to, I want to say it was late 2008, early 2009. I was 19 when uh, I was on Facebook one day. Now for some, I think I'd been out that night because I'd had a couple of drinks and I was mm -hmm. feeling frisky. You girls. were feeling the light. <laughs> you know, everyone just kind of gets a bit like, ooh when you yep. had a little bit to drink. So I was on Facebook and I just saw- Facebook? I know, can you imagine? I mean, back in the day, Facebook was the thing. It was, yeah, like realistically, yeah. after MySpace finished, it was like, everyone's gone to Facebook. So yeah. that's what happened. On Facebook, literally in my suggested, um, in fact, actually, no, it wasn't, he was in, I did see his face in my suggested to be friends, but yeah. he added me. Ooh. And I remember being like, this is a fake profile. Like no one ever this gorgeous. Why would they ever? And I, so I accepted it and he immediately messaged me and was like, hello, how are you? And I was like, I'm really good, Smavin. I've had a few drinks. I've had a party, girl. I wanted to interject here. Yes. Say one thing. All throughout your life, you have always been very attractive and hot. I'll be quiet. No, you have. Literally, no. always. So this whole thing, I don't know why they were talking to me. Because you were fucking a stunning woman on the go. Thank you. So this all happened pre-transition, but I will be referring to myself as her so that I don't immediately destroy all the mental health procedures that I've had recently. Procedure, <laughs> yes, electrolysis, yeah. girl. Um, so <laughs> I actually took it to conversion therapy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it, it will was, change you. Oh, it was a holy experience. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So he added me, and he immediately started speaking to me, and I was a bit drunk. And he was like, um, "Oh, do you want to do you want a video chat?" And I, I don't quite remember how the conversation like progressed 
from like just talking to being like, do you want a video chat? And I remember being like, I'd just taken off all my makeup. I was yeah. a bit drunk. I was like, not doing all this. So I literally put on a pair of I'm sunglasses. I'm not doing all this. I'm not doing all that. So I put on some sunglasses and I and I went on webcam chat on Facebook. That's and, kind of fabulous. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like talking with my, my, so at the time I was very into like Paris Hilton, massive oversized glasses. Yeah. So I had literally like the biggest pair of glasses you've ever had on. I had blue hair that was in a bob and I was just like, bits is sozzles, but I was just like not interested in yeah. like being on camera. And he was like, no, I want to see you without your glasses. I want to see you without your glasses. Can you, can you take your glasses off, please? Um, I just, uh, I was like, okay, the transphobia. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I was like, all right, I'll take my glasses off. Um, and he was like, I really like you without makeup on. And no one, no one had ever said that sentence to me. And yeah. I was like, <gasps> immediately like. Immediately gagged. Immediately gagged. And I was like, okay, this is kind of like, interesting like what's the day yeah so um we just carried on speaking well into the night i was really drunk and i was just like i'm gonna go now like i'm really i'm really like really uh really drunk and i need some sleep but he actually went on camera to me and he sat there without a top on and personally i would not have done i would i would have been a bit like what like what's this gonna turn yeah, into that, that is, yeah, yeah i would have been a bit like is this some weird like fetish thing of being like i just need to find someone to masturbate to on camera yeah but it wasn't like that at all he was just talking to me without a top on because his room was hot as soon as i saw him i was like men like you don't talk to me yeah often so like what's like what's going on well, here you do if you're not used to it, you do get skeptical yeah so i was very skeptical that i was like he wasn't real whatever um because his body was <coughs> beautiful yeah one of the, possibly the best body i've ever seen in real life so he was very very beautiful and i just remember being like oh my god i can't believe i've spoken to this guy and he was like oh can i have your number in case we like want to like text or anything and i was like okay yeah, i have my number um the next day i woke up i was like, ah, massive hangover my friend was like let's go and get sushi so we went and had some sushi and he phoned me when i was at like a restaurant and i was like hello and he was like, oh, it's me from last. It's, it's me. me. It's me, Victor. And I was like, who? At first I was kind of like, who? And he was like, we were talking last night. And I was like, oh, okay. So this isn't just like a one night drunk and talk together and then like ghost forever. And I was like, oh, hello. So we had like a short conversation. I was like, oh, I'll actually speak to you later when I'm not at a restaurant. I'm just out having some food. We started speaking together later on that night. Um, and then he arranged to come to Brighton. So he came to Brighton. He bought a, uh, I th I've mentioned this story before because he like booked a hotel for like three nights. Yeah, yeah. It was like quite a lot of money. I remember at the time being like, no one ever has spent this amount of money on me. Yeah. Um, he came to see me specifically. But I have a rule when I date people of like no intimacy immediately. Yeah. Because I feel like um as soon as you get immediately intimate with someone usually it fizzles out afterwards or it's, it can be it can get into a situation ship quite quickly yeah and so he was like yeah so we came down we spent uh three days together and doing all sorts of things he was like inviting me to like sit on his lap and i remember being like i'm not really comfortable doing this i've only just met you kind of thing at first i was a bit scared because i was just kind of like the, like how old was he Sorry. so at the time, he was 26 and oh, I was wow. 19. Okay. So to me now, that's a red flag. Yeah. But I remember when um, when he came, when he went home from this and we were talking again on um, on Facebook Messenger, he was like, um, oh, I do really like you. I'd like to see you again. Um, if you were a girl at 19, I wouldn't date you because that's too young. And at the time I was like, oh, he thinks I'm mature. But actually looking back now, I'm like, why would you date a 19 year old like male at that time, male identifying yeah. at that time when you're 26? Usually that means that either you have a lust for the young or you can't get people your own age. Eventually we started seeing each other more often. And um, I remember once he he invited me up to London to stay. So I went up to London and I stayed out the, I went over and stayed the evening at, um, 
at a hotel. Now, the reason why we always had to go to hotels was because he lived with his parents. He lived with his parents, but he was very much... So every time I spoke to him, he was like, I'm this amazing athlete that's going to be, like, pro. Oh, and I was no, like, is he a fraud? And, no, 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 well, not quite. I used to always be like, oh, like, he's obviously got the body, so obviously he's not lying. Yeah. But um, he was like, oh, no, I used to live by myself, but now I'm living with my parents to save money. And I was like, okay, all right, you did that. But I remember constantly he would have to ask his parents for money. And I remember being like, you are like a self-employed person who works in London and you are asking your parents for money to like pay your like rent that's basically em- for your job. No, that's embarrassing. And I was a bit like, at the time it was just sort of like, I because I'd had to ask my parents for money. I mean, it's not unusual for millennials ha- to have to ask like people in the immediate family for help occasionally. And I was just like, you know, I've had to do it. It's fine. I was 19 though. Big difference, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things started to get a little bit strange whenever... I would be like, right, so when am I going to see you again next? And he'd be like, oh, well, I've seen you twice this week, so I don't need to see you again this week kind of thing. And I would be a bit like... And I, at first I was like, is it because like you, you you want to buy hotels constantly and treat me like, you know, like I'm a gorgeous person? It almost yeah. felt a little bit escort situation. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It really, really felt like that. And I remember when he asked me what I did for work and I was like, well, I do makeup, I also do YouTube. And um, he was talking to someone. I don't know who they were. I actually know who they are now, but at the time I didn't know who they were. And I said that I did YouTube. And I remember... Victor being like, you can't make money doing that. Like, that's not a thing that's that's real. Like, you don't do that. And at the time, I wasn't like full time at this time, but it was giving me like comfortable little playtime money, little money that, that I could go out and do things. That with. was actually quite a common mindset when it, it came to online. It so it was really like, that's was. not a real it's job. Not a real job. Uh, you're not dying, so it's not real. Basically, <laughs> you're not unhappy, so yeah, it's not it's real. Just, it's not real. I remember this this trans woman said to him, "They have to be an escort. It's not a it's not a real oh, job. You can't off. make money. You fuck have to be an escort." Off. So then I had to constantly battle with Victor at this point to be like. I'm not an escort. Like, I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. Like, I make money, my money, my own way. I mean, it doesn't really matter if I was, but like, I don't want to be, I don't want someone to get a preconception of me that's not true. You gotta remember as well, like, this was like 11 years ago, OnlyFans and escorting, all the stuff was was very frowned upon. Sex work it was, was yeah. still very negative. Like, yes, yeah, sex work now is still negative, looked down on, but, but back then, different story. Very different. Very so different story. If you don't necessarily take offense to, like, no, I don't want to be known as that, because back, back then it was a very different story. So, another point that we, so from that point onwards, it became very difficult for me to explain to him that I was not an escort. And yeah. I remember constantly he would be like, I just don't want to catch HIV. I just don't want to catch HIV. And I was like, I'm not an escort. Yeah, like, so this sh- is not going to... Like, literally, before I met him, I was convinced that I was asexual because I'd never met someone in, in real in real life that I'd actually really felt an emotional connection. Yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. L- a lust, if yeah. you like it, for. And I remember thinking... That was like the first time he said it. I was like, "That's weird." Like, why would like that thought does not even cross my mind if I'm playing safe with someone? Why would it ever cross my mind? But then that became a recurring theme throughout this entire thing of being like, "Just don't want to catch it. Don't want to catch it. We can't do these things. I don't want to catch it." Sounds sounds like he's he's got someone who's incredibly homophobic around him. That's like saying to him, "The gays all die. The gays all die." Either that, or he's playing out and not telling me. So I was incredibly naive at this point in my life, and (sighs) it's so frustrating. So. 2010 comes around. Yeah. I want to move to London. I've organized myself to move to London. I've fallen out with the people that were going to move to London with me. And I ended up moving in with Sinestra. Everyone knows the story of me and Sinestra. In fact, if you actually go back to Sinestra's channel, back in the day, uh, Victor was in the background of oh, a couple really? of videos. Which Gosh, is okay. really shocking because I remember when I said YouTube, he was like, oh, will you put me in one of your videos? Oh, and then immediately th- said, oh, no, actually, no, don't do that. I don't want people to know. And I was like, 
to know oh stupid to know that in we were dating this is this is in uh, very very internalized so, hatred victor if you are watching i know for a fact that you are bisexual and you are struggling with that that's fi- it's fine to struggle with it what's yeah. not fine is to Im- is to force somebody else to play by your yeah, rules yeah is to put that on someone else who's already so, gone through that and accepted through the art. I was constantly the secret. It started to really bother me at some points because but I was like 19 talking at when and when I moved to London I was 20, 21 talking to a 27, 28 year old about yeah. being like open and, yeah. and out. Like when you are people like us you don't ever get to be closet. Oh no. Whatever the closet is for you whatever the yeah. closet looks like you don't ever get to go in that. No. Because you your whole existence is based around Basically not being allowed to do that. Yeah. One specific night that comes to my mind is that he invited me to stay up in London. I was like, excellent. I've also, but during the day, I'm looking for apartments to move into. So I'll yeah. come and see you afterwards if that's all right. And he was Killed like, two birds, one stone. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come meet you and your friends. That'll be absolutely fine. We can get some food and then go back to the hotel. And I was like, how long was this? How long? Yeah. Was this into it? No, yeah, yeah. Into uh, so this was about a year. To be the secret for that length of time? Oh, yeah, I know, but it was fully annoying me. And throughout this time, he was like, will you be my boyfriend? And then like two weeks later, he was like, I don't think I'm I'm really up for this. So can I just like, can we just be friends? And then like a month later, he'd be like, can you be my boyfriend again? Oh, and I remember sake. being like, but because I was brought up, so my childhood, I, I do love my parents now, uh, especially... My, I've had difficulties with my dad. I'm going to put it at that. So that left me with very difficult ways of understanding male attention growing okay, up, basically, okay. of like, oh, because I'm an only child, all the women in my life, like, always submitted to their men, no matter what it was, always did. Yeah. No matter what that man was doing or going through, it always, oh, it's the man, yeah, the man, yeah. So I had this mindset in my mind still, even though I was brought up like an androgynous person, if you know what I mean, I still had this, like, feminine way basically yeah, of experiencing yeah. life whenever he'd be like oh do you want to go out again i'd be like no but then like an hour later i'd be like yeah because he was gorgeous and yeah. this is a huge problem is that like you do get blindsided by beauty oh you, you do really yeah, do. yeah whoever says you don't lies but unfortunately he was also quite religious and he started talking about like angels oh. and being like i'm really into angels but and i was a bit like okay so now things are making sense as to why you're like i can't, I can't catch hiv yeah, and yeah, i'm yeah. not gay yeah but also like you're fully bisexual sir and you need to like just accept you'll be so much happier in your life throughout this entire time all these 16 months didn't meet one of his friends didn't meet his parents didn't meet his sister didn't meet anything in fact actually he used to come to london and go uh, and see a trans woman friend not the same trans woman as earlier and they used to go out to clubs together they used to go out for example t shack now t shack t was a slur um t shack was a club night in soho they'd go every every now and then and i remember seeing pictures on facebook that this trans woman would post with Victor, who was going out with me at the time, and I would be... There. So he was fully capable of being seen in public with this trans woman, but not me. Yeah. So I was immediately like, okay, there is something weird going on here. I remember talking to my friend at the time being like, am I going loopy? Like, is is this something that I should be upset about? Is that like, anytime that I want to go somewhere or see, or see you, it's like, no, we have to do it at the hotel. We have to be like, through him being so round up in his own selfish life, it started to negatively affect me. Because yeah. like, he was like, no, no one can know. So I never knew any of his friends, never do any. Because it makes you feel like there's something wrong with you. I like... remember meeting that trans woman and he used to come over to my house and be like, oh, we talk, I talk to her about you constantly. Like, yeah, singing your praises. She watches you on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought, Oh, she's just like a friend that's really quite nice. Yeah. I met this woman and said, Oh, you know Victor, my boyfriend. And she was like, I have no idea who you are. And I was like, things came flooding to me. And I was like, 
oh, I've been spun a massive lie oh, by ew, this man. That's so creepy. By this man. And I remember actually walking away from that interaction with this woman and being like, this all has been a lie. That happened uh, just as like things had started to end, really. Yeah. And then he... I invited him over to my house, but I'd been out drinking that night because we went to Tea Shack, bizarrely enough. Actually, he came and joined us at Tea Shack. Tea Shack. Tea Shack. Tea Shack. I love again. After he finished work. And he was like, so he didn't drink. That was his big thing is he doesn't drink at all. And once he phoned me, being like, oh, I'm really drunk. He's probably nah, nah, nah. But he was like, I was like, oh, are you really drunk? What are you drunk? And he was like, no, I'm just trying to mess with you. And I was he, like, okay, that's abusive. What okay. he probably does is goes to places and doesn't get drunk and then like takes advantage of like inebriated people. Well, I'm not going to put that on the... I'm not going to say that, but you never know. If that's the impression you get, mm -hmm. that's the impression that is. He came and met us at T-Shack, and this was the last... The last night I saw him face to face, actually. Okay. But I remember someone said something to him that he didn't like, and he flipped into this like madman he went outside he chased this man like round the street and everyone was like what's going on what's go what's going on with with victor and i was like i have no idea what's going on right now but he was and apparently victor had said something to him but it turns out wasn't the, the person wasn't talking to victor was talking to someone else and victor overheard it and was like oh i'm annoyed because everyone's seen me with me yeah. and thinking you know oh i'm in a, I'm a trans bar yeah people are gonna think you know i'm not this straight acting man and so he had a complete meltdown, threatened violence on this poor ma this poor guy that I didn't even know anything of it. Anyway, I managed to like calm him down and we went, we basically went home back to mine. And when I get a skinfall, my immediate, like everything that I've been holding in comes out. I'm sure you're probably the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, any negative emotions. And I remember I turned to him and I laid into him for about an hour. Good, good. Let him have like, it go. I was just like, you have done this to me. I can remember this exact point that you made me feel like this. I cannot believe that you have lied to me about yeah. all of your friends and family knowing about me. I cannot believe that you, like, just, you know, stream after stream yeah, after stream yeah. after Good stream for you, after good stream. for you, good for and you. And then he, like, exploded at me. And I was petite at the time. And he was six, about six foot one. And he weighed about 18 stone of muscle. Was, was he injecting? I'm not going to put that on the internet, <laughs> but that's if you are. Please contact me. No. <laughs> it um, sounds very roid ragey. So it, 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 well, if the shoe fits, it, shall we say? I'm saying it, not if you. If the clog works. Yep. Yeah. So he exploded at me. And then I felt immediate guilt. I felt yeah. so yeah. guilty that I had like actually put my heart on my sleeve and been like, these are all the problems that you've been dying to me. And you, I've been nice to you and you haven't just loved me. Why don't you love me? And that's where I felt like the crazy ex for once yeah. in my life. Yeah. And he exploded at me. He um, opened up my bedroom door, like slammed it open. I remember Sim was away somewhere at the time. So I was in the house by myself. He slammed out the front door, stormed down the street. And I remember like, I was, uh, so I like immediately like put some clothes on and like ran after him, like sobbing down the street. And, I, and it, do, he was like, no, I don't want to see you again. I just, and I was like, that was his extinction burst, bitch. That was his extinction burst. Yeah. And so like, I lit, it was the most, if you imagine like any dramatic breakup in any like film or anything that you can imagine, that's exactly how it felt like. That's exactly yeah. how it happened. Yeah. I was running down Holloway Road, crying my eyes out, literally just like this twink, basically this twink in like long blonde hair outside this like, um, this really like, uh, how could I say it? Like a rap club. Yeah. So it had all these like patrons that you would associate with rap music outside, watching me have a meltdown running down the street crying. And I lost one of my favorite necklaces. Like that bloody woman in Titanic just like thrown it into the road because <laughs> I was so upset. And I got back into my front door and I laid on the floor and I cried my heart out. I was Bless like you, wailing. Jesus. I fell asleep wailing. like. Bit drunk, absolutely woke up the next day, an absolute mess. 
and uh, never spoke to him again face to face. Occasionally, every now and then, we had a Facebook message back and forwards yeah. if he liked one of my photos or whatever. That was it. And to this day, I look back now and I'm like, I will never be a secret. Yeah. Oh, especially our age, never Jesus. Be, never be a yeah. secret now. Yeah. The problem is as well when it comes to being LGBT is like you genuinely believe, when, especially when you're a lot younger, that like when you first start dating or seeing people, you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to find anyone else. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you do, because yeah. it, it is harder for us to find partners. Oh yeah. So like when you're, especially when you're younger, you genuinely believe like, this is it now. This is it. This is I'm, it. I'm never going to find no, anyone else. No, so I'm, I'm going to die a on. husk. Yeah. I remember growing up as we were like younger and stuff when I had that weird like love triangle with two oh, of my God, school friends. Oh God, yeah. And I can't believe that like I was genuinely like, I'm in love, I'm going to call him Bob. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in love with Bob. I'm never going to find anyone else. And then Bob was dating uh, Katie. Bob <laughs> no, and Katie. Yeah. Bob and Katie. Oh. And then like we, me, Bob and Katie were like all hanging out together. And, it was and, Bob the drag queen. And Katie would always like make me and Bob kiss because she thought it was funny. I don't know what it was, but then me and- Fetishism. And then me and Bob ended up being like, F buddies for a long oh. time But I fell in love with Bob And I was like No Don't, no, don't leave, leave her me for me yeah. Don't And I was so convinced I even went to my friend Even had like uh, My friend had tarot cards And I was like, <laughs> I was like I was It's like, written in the stars I was like Do a reading for me Will me and Bob ever be together Oh god like, so pathetic Pulled the death card Eight times Yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I remember like Things like that So I was the crazy one there Like oh. I was like, yeah, fair enough, he did leave me on a bit, but like yeah, he wasn't he wasn't really like being psycho or anything. No. Like, I was the unhinged one then, but like But when you're a teenager, you're allowed to be unhinged. Because yeah. the amount of hormones that you feel. Like when you when you first have that click when you first get a crush on someone, yeah. your life changes forever. Mm -hmm. And if that crush actually pays attention to you, your life changes again. Yeah, and you're and like, Oh my god. Oh, 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 lovesick Romeo and Jushwalier. Yeah. I love Jushwatlier. Yeah, that iconic piece by Shakespeare. Yeah. I have another story about a crazy ex. Oh, please do. Yeah. Um she was called Sharon and said that we were married and <laughs> Can you sing forever and eternity? Can you sing forever and eternity? Oh, no! Get in the bin! I can't believe she's... A... So, if you watched my stalker story that I put up uh, a little while ago, one of the things she always used to say, she would come onto my Twitch streams and be like, can you sing my song for me? My can song. You can you sing my song? I was like, can it's, it's not your song. You didn't make this song. It's my song. And you've suddenly said it was our song that we uh, we would have together. I was like, I didn't make forever and eternity for you, babe. Deranged. When I, when I made that video, like, I left out so much stuff yeah. that was like, the stuff that she would say to me was so... Un like, so, it used to really, like, scare me to a stage where I was like I don't understand like you you sound like you don't love your own daughter yeah that's the, what the most frightening thing about this whole thing yeah. is is that like when you say things like I never felt this way about anyone when, like, about anyone even when Blas father left me I'm like you are talking about someone you don't know on the internet. Yeah, it was Pay really, your daughter it was really some attention. Weird. It was very straight. Yeah, be a parent. Saying that she, she used to say to me as well all the time, like I've never loved anyone like I've loved you before. I don't care about anyone else in my life like I wear to care about you before. Like, I'm like you have a you child. have a child. You have a child that needs you. Yeah, it, it was it was shocking. It was, really and like you shocking. you had seen the entire process of everything going on. Start to and finish. And the stuff girl. that I had like because you, you were telling me all the time like. Call the police, block all the stuff. And I was like, but I'm trying. Yeah, like, I was like, call the police, call the police now. Mm. Get the police involved earlier. Yeah, it, I should have, I should have. It's because I didn't want to upset people. I know. I, I'm one of those people that no matter how shit you treat me, a lot of the time I'm just like, I put up with it because I'm like, I and don't want to upset someone. But do you know what that is? It's a sign of past trauma. Yeah. And we're not ready to deal with that just yeah. yet. But these are kind of like our therapy Yeah, yeah, welcome yeah, to the chair. Yeah. But honestly, since even it's so, we're, we're recording this like about, 
what four days after I made that video. Yeah. Um. So it's gonna be this video gonna go later. Still very fresh. But like it's still fresh. But seriously, the amount of stress that has already been relieved, released Good. just from getting rid of that person, like has been incredible. Like, Even when you had that moment on Twitch, I remember you speaking to me immediately afterwards and being like, "I feel fantastic." Yeah. Because it has been a bit like of a worry in my life as well to be like, "Well, you had to move." One of the huge factors of yeah. you moving was because of this this, this person. woman, this woman who's like, like, "I know where you live." Uh, you know, like what? Like. How this person didn't look in the mirror and go, am I going too far? No, yeah. it is the children who are wrong. Yeah, it was my fault. I was the awful one. Unhinged. And, and it was always crazy about because you, she would- I'd get messages from her late at night being like, oh, will you just tell Rowling that? Oh, I know you hate me. And it's like, I don't ever think about you. Yeah, like, we don't know you. I don't understand. Like, what what are you saying to your friends? Yeah. Who, people who know you and know, because like, how would like you, they almost see the stuff that you're posting on the internet because you had like a thousand followers and some of them have to have known you. What, how are they not looking at what you were doing going how, like, yeah. what? And like, what were you telling them? Yeah, I bet it, she was probably fully telling them that like you were in a relationship yeah. and this is your actual uh, like life partner. Yeah. But do you know this actually goes full circle in the content that we are speaking about? So um, let's let's think of what normal baseline is. Yeah. So uh, let's just say if you're in an abusive relationship and someone, as you were mentioning earlier, makes you feel nervous about like doing or saying something wrong to make yeah. them upset. Do you know what the normal amount of times that is in a relationship to happen? Zero. Zero, yes. Zero. Yeah. It is not normal. Yeah. I know there's someone out there watching this right now who's like, it's normal for me to have to walk yeah. on eggshells. Absolutely The normal not. amount of doing yeah. that is zero. Yeah. Zero. When you think of the person, if you have any kind of like anxiety about seeing them, then that's a problem. That's like a problem. obviously when you're first meeting someone, you get bad, like, when, you know. You don't get anxiety. Yeah. You, you get like, like you, butterflies. You, you get like butterflies, you get nervous. But like if there's like, if you're with someone, you've been with someone for a while and the thought of like seeing them or like it's stressful or like you're, th even if it's a tiny bit, there is a problem there and you mm. should really evaluate the situation before yeah. you get to a stage where I was in, where I was literally scared to even like, leave a, a, a spoon in the sink or like not washing completely at the exact time or like too scared that I might empty the dishwasher wrong and put like a plate oh, in the wrong position sake. like Unhinged. that kind of stuff a good piece of advice to take away from something like this is that like allow yourself to recognize that this is happening to you yes recognizing that this is happening to you is the first step you can say so if you have a friend that's concerned and saying like oh like for the the classic example is like how did you get that bruise or for example, yeah and you if you find yourself even slightly thinking about something to make up yeah the first step you have to take in your life and i'm not going to be this isn't like you need to leave them you need to go away you need to actually just evaluate what's going on yes. and i know it's difficult and i know it's like going to take you a long time to heal but it is absolutely fine to feel those emotions to allow yourself to heal. Exactly. The Ab human experience is everything. Yes. And I also want you to really think about this as well, is it is so much better... Without be, that person. Yeah, to be single than it is to be with someone and you might get some benefits like sex or whatever or some sort of com like companionship. It's so much better to be single and happy than to be with someone who is abusive and fucking you up. In fact, even to add on to that, it's so much better to be single and lonely than it is to be with someone who makes you feel lonely. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. I should have said that. That's better. <laughs> no, but, but that's to add on. Yeah, yeah. So I think just just please don't keep yourself in situations because you're scared about being alone or scared to be on your own. Because trust me, that is such a better option than five years down the line when you literally hate yourself. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Because there's no happy ending to that story. No, those isn't. those stories, there's literally like, oh, well, he changed. Yeah. People don't change. <laughs> oh, 
he changed and now we live happily ever after. Yeah, like, it was just once. You, Never. This is the thing. I think this is the thing. People do not check. There are tiny things of people's personalities you can like twitch or improve of like someone could be a little bit tidier the or something. The thing is but, that they, they, they must have to want to change. Yeah. And most people don't. And But when it comes to core things of like you get angry over the tiniest of things and you, you flip out and you get stressed or you try to manipulate people, a, those people yeah. don't change. A like, great, a great, 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 great example of this is like you can't change your taste in music. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much you I don't know why uh, She had a stroke, guys. Yeah. You can't change your taste in music. It doesn't matter how much other music you enjoy, you still always have one type of music that you just love. Apply that to like the people in your life who are potentially, you know, these problematic people that we've been speaking about today. Is that like if you can't change your taste in music, they're not gonna change the way they are. Yeah. So you have to do something for yourself. Yeah. That's the tea. That's the Darjeeling That's spill, the Darjeeling girl. We've thrown it over your face. Hopefully you've enjoyed this one. Please make sure you hit the like button. Share some of your own stories down below. Yes. Obviously, if it's not too triggering, please, yes. you know, share Only your stories. Only if you want to, or any tips and tricks you have for people that might be in this situation. Yes. I think that's quite helpful. We would love to read through your comments yes. um, and show some support. I'm always stuff. in the comments, girls. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching. Please hit the like button, subscribe, all that, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yes, Twitch, Instagram. Fabulous stuff. Yes. She's touching me again. Oh, she touches me a lot. I do. In, but in you also pro- touch me. So you know when we, we always grab each other when we're telling deep parts of our story because yeah. we are quite emotionally connected, I yeah, think. Yeah, we we're, we're from lovers, the Ming Vans. The Ming Vans. Yeah. Emerged from the same Ming Vans. Yeah, that's our thing joke now. We say we both emerged from the same Ming Vans. And when people are like, oh, are you twins? Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back very, very soon for another yes. video. Yes. Ah, uh, well, that was the Gag of the Millennial. That was. Goodbye, girls. Gagged.